Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello, welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me, the podcast about Northampton Town Football Club. I'm Charles Commons, and on this week's show, we're looking back at another draw, this time away at Sutton United. If you enjoy what we do and would like to help us to keep bringing you weekly Cobblers content, you can join the fan club on Patreon where you'll get access to our community forums, extra content, and help us in sponsoring NTFC women's player Abby Bruin. We're always striving to improve what we do and looking at ways to support the football team we all love. You can help us do that by paying just £2 a month at patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Joining me this week are Danny Brothers, Chesie Coleman, and Neil Edgerton-Scott. Hello all. Um, First question, strikers. Any of you heard of a decent one? Um, Martin Darlene. Oh, Darlene, 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 Darlene. Get him in. Jan Venegor of Hesseling. Oh, oh I, was, I thought you were going Jan Agafjortoft. Also oh. a great striker in his day. Yes. Um, um, are we just going to name strikers for an hour? Scott McLeish. Scott McLeish, good, good, good shout. Mm-hmm. Um, availability might be an issue there. Well, I don't know. Still would do the that job. That wasn't the question, Charles. Your question was, <laughs> you have, you, have yeah. you heard of a decent striker? That's, yeah, you're right. That was you're your right. question. There was I, no context to it. I, I do apologize. You know what's going to happen when you do that, when you <laughs> release that into the podcast world, Charles. <laughs> you know, just, we're just going to be sat here. John Spencer. Oh, the rest oh. of Robert the Fleck. Robert Fleck. <laughs> Jeremy Rush. Goss. Oh, what? That goal he scored. Is it against Bayern Munich? Oh, it's Bayern Munich. Yeah. Oh, great hair. Lovely Speaking hair. of... Uh, Bayern Munich, Oliver Bierhoff. 
Yeah. Okay. There's there's another one. Um, Stefan Kuntz. Is he a striker? Yeah. Uh, I think he was. Uh, Brian Penis. No, he was. <laughs> he was a defender, wasn't he? Get him in there. Uh, him we've, in had, we've had a few. Get him right. He's <laughs> a target there. man. Uh, <laughs> great penetration. <laughs> oh dear! It's descended into chaos, and we're not, not even good. three minutes in. Um, <laughs> don't worry, gag. It's Neil. He'll be done in a moment. Uh, Neil Poynton. Neil Poynton. <laughs> he was a. He was a. I think he was a fullback actually. How was he? So he was yeah. terrible. Sutton nil. Cobblers nil. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest straight off the bat. Haven't watched anything to do with it. Haven't even bothered with any highlights because a nil-nil draw rarely ever has any. Am I right to have abstained? Yes, I would say so. I would Definitely. say you've, you've not missed a m- much by giving it a swerve. Certainly haven't missed Swear any it. goals. That's for sure. Mister, hey, well, you missed a couple of great saves. Did I? Yeah, the, the cat oh. was in full flow on Saturday. Yeah, Liam Roberts, a couple of great saves. That's good to hear. Well, I, I don't know. Is that good to hear? Yeah, I think so. Well, it's better than him in not saving them. Let's yeah. be honest. Well, yeah. He's done his, he's done his job. Yeah. Let's just say they would have gone in last season, Charles. That's, that's <laughs> all I'm saying about that. Because yeah, Jonathan Gaffer. Mitchell would have been stood by the corner flag. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is that a butterfly? <laughs> just in case any Doncaster Rovers fans are listening. Hello. Uh, <laughs> we'll be hearing from you oh, next year. <laughs> <laughs> have you been on the Doncaster Rovers podcast yet, Neil? That would be strange. Strangely, not been involved. Anyhow, <laughs> eyebrows been raised. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> Can we just point uh, out, guys, that <laughs> I know this is off topic, sorry, but the thread underneath the Jonathan Mitchell sign for Doncaster Rovers was actually quite exhausting. <laughs> it was just pages and pages of Northampton Town fans like, oh dear. <laughs> to be fair, I, I will say this um, uh, whoever his agent is, I oh, reckon he could probably get me a club. Seems very good, his agent. I will say that for him. Uh, anyway, moving away from Jonathan Mitchell. Um, John Brady changed the system again, from what I see. Went 4-4-2. Um, the question well, was, he went for a Xander Diamond, didn't he? Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, he did. Which Tim Oglethorpe only seemed to pick up on in the second half. <laughs> I know. <laughs> To be fair, it's it like, oh, we've changed like with Diamond. Watch. No, Tim, we've been watching this Diamond <laughs> for the last 60 minutes. It is a like he's watching like a football manager bird's eye view. 2D no. version of Like um, sensible soccer. <sighs> no, yeah, but I mean, I think Jake Sharp and Henners had tweeted probably about a minute into the game saying, oh, it looks like... Oh, we're already mentioned it, yeah. Already played. So, I mean, they could have, they could have given... Tim and Nudge and said, oh, they're playing the diamond. I think maybe Tim just doesn't like to, you know, go with the uh, the consensus. He, he likes to... He doesn't care. He doesn't care for the, the intricate details. <laughs> I quite it's like that man. about him. I quite... Yeah. free spirit. He's rogue. Yeah, Throw we love him. him. Leave him alone. Roglethorpe. <laughs> Roglethorpe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Definitely some Jeffy points for oh, that one. Roglethorpe. I enjoyed, I enjoyed perfect. that one. I really did enjoy that one. That was good. Uh, I, I think he's quite content, isn't he, Tim, to just sort of tell us um, that somebody's passed it. Doesn't always yeah. get the player right, yeah. but he's definitely happy doing what he does. And I think he does it very well. I, I, hey, look, yeah, he, he gets some things wrong, but Who he does a good job, doesn't he? Yeah, That's what we all do, right? 
Neil, you got something wrong at work, didn't you, earlier this mm-hmm. week, I heard? Did I? Just fishing, mate. I was wondering whether you were going to tell me a story about some sort of data compliance issue. No, no, definitely, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> no zero issues at work, actually, Charles. All going oh, very well. Thanks. Good, good. Danny, uh, forget to k- pick the kids up from school? Uh, many times. Oh, Charles. good. There you go. On purpose. I forgot to be picked up from school once, and I was left there Wait, for oh, Your teacher, Jeffy. <laughs> you forgot to be picked up. Yeah, my children. My, my children. My mum forgot to pick up... Um, my mum's childminder forgot to pick up the children from school, and I was just left there on my own, oh. just waiting at reception. And my poor mum had to walk up with, like, I think Tasha was, like, tiny. And so, yeah, and she had to walk up with a tiny newborn baby, and I was there all looking quite sad. <laughs> and it must have been minutes, but in my tiny brain, it was hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor Dawn. Uh, and poor you as well. Poor you. Um so back to the uh, the four four two, the Xander Diamond. Did, did it work? Because obviously a nil nil draw doesn't sound very good to me, having not seen any of it. But I have seen people saying that maybe we cancelled each other out. So is it another tick in the Brady did a good job column? I think it's one of those games that uh, shows that we are able to compete, but probably shows that we are just about there, but not there enough. And I think it's one that we can say that actually this will be a good result in terms of position of where we are in the table, given what happens in the next two weeks. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was definitely there to nullify them, wasn't it? Rather than to impose ourselves on them. It was there to, because certainly I've got a reputation for getting a ding dong out of anyone. Mm. And and then we (laughs) come along, along. (laughs) we come along, the ding dong destroyers (laughs) destroyers <laughs> just rock up that sounds like a, a ropey film that you'd find by accident in a hotel when you're flicking through the channels it's right, destroyers. it's right next to debbie does dallas on the top shelf yeah. all the d's triple d all, all the d's uh, that sounds like another film <laughs> um but no it it just felt like we'd gone there to to try and nullify their threats rather than to do anything at the other end and we didn't do it hardly a lot of the other end we, it was. We, I mean, we created a couple of things, didn't we? But it wasn't. And I think tough and puff. Wasn't it? it was tough and puff, but no, no blowing of any houses were done. No, I think um, it. We looked solid enough, kind of. I think it was just. It just showed how desperate we are for a, probably a creative player and a striker player. I think everybody can see that, and everyone knows that. Um, yeah. I know we'll probably come on to talk about. Uh, I've forgotten his name, Chanka Simba or whatever it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, we just lacked a lot. Uh, I saw a couple of comments from uh, Sutton fans on Twitter, actually. Uh, well, I think they'd said, we've seen a very different Northampton. They looked a good side, but you can see mm. where well, they don't score many. Um, yeah. So I don't think that's that's fair. I think we, we didn't look out of our depth or anything like that against Sutton. And at, at times we cope with them quite well. Um, you're always going to give a few chances away. Um, I think it's it's difficult to. I mean, they, they've not lost at home all season. I think um, I could have made that stat up actually. <laughs> um, Makes you feel better. We'll leave yeah, it. it does. And it's yeah. a difficult place to go. So I don't, you know, you're never going to go there and completely nullify them and not give any chances away. So that's fine. I think to be fair, before the game, if everyone had said, "Oh, look, you're going to get a point from it," everyone would have probably been quite happy with that, wouldn't they? I think. Yeah, I think, been... given our form, right? If you consider the two teams, if we 
put the two teams in parallel, Sutton are, for want of a better phrase, absolutely flying at the moment mm. in terms of the fact that they're just scoring for fun. And we've had a real dodgy spell. Alongside that, we've had COVID, which has definitely, rightly or wrongly, you can argue, has had an impact. I actually think it's had an impact in terms of momentum, not necessarily yeah. in terms of fitness, but we had such momentum before that and that was lost. And I think if you compare those two teams and the fact that we've come away with a nil-nil draw, actually, if when we look back at the end of the season, regardless of where we finish, I think actually this will be a solid result. Yeah, I think this is a frustration for me that we didn't go and have a little bit more of a go. Um, like watching it from my position in Germany again. It was like we defended well, we stopped them from playing, but we just couldn't. They, we never looked a threat, and they're two out of three, eight bad, of course. But I just feel like we should have, well, we could have, especially when they went down to 10 men. I think we could have just imposed ourselves a little bit more and just tried something a bit different. It felt like we were a little bit one dimensional going forward. Um, and this, isn't, is, isn't this is problem. where the whole discussion is going to be. Yeah, it isn't the problem with that. I agree totally, actually. Isn't isn't the problem with that is we haven't really got anyone. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but I think that's the issue, right? Who do you bring on? Like, I mean, he brought Connolly on I think, with about four minutes left or something, didn't he? Yeah. Um, that's not really anything different. Not trying anything different, particularly, are we? We don't have. There's no sort of guile on the bench or anything. Great word, um, Street Fighter. Uh, yes, get him in. Get him in there. Get Blanker in. <laughs> we, we've already got a lot of Blankers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in terms of not scoring, not rather than... Oh, right, you know, yeah. 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 Um, the thing I found a bit weird was you know, Brady and Colin went up there to scout them on Tuesday, didn't they, against Colchester? Yeah. Would have seen a really physical team. Yeah. And then he sent our, probably our biggest threat, who's a physical player, out on loan it just didn't make a lot of sense mm. to me in Kabamba like they're a really physical defensive unit which is why Zimba wasn't getting like anywhere near him like from the start you just knew he was he's not going to get a sniff here because they just dominated him but you'd think if they've gone to scout him and you see their defense you think actually Kabamba who's been doing all right I thought the last couple of times has come on you would have thought that would have been the better option just to play him yeah it it doesn't make any sense, and I don't think this is a necessarily a defence of Kabamba's ability. Look, he didn't turn up any trees for us or anything, did he? I think he probably isn't good enough to help us get promoted. Um, but it took us down an option for the game against Sutton, and we didn't have we didn't replace him with anyone. So essentially, we were down a striker. I think the issue here is the fact that we've yeah, what we've done is we've let somebody go regardless of ability, just talking on numbers here, we've let somebody go without a replacement. And so we are lacking options because we all know that we've got significant problems with mobility when Danny Rose plays. Um, and then we've got ability with clinic, clin, clinicity in the final... <laughs> trying to, trying Clinicalism. To, clinicalism in <laughs> the final know. third <laughs> with the remaining strikers that we've got. Okay, fair enough. Um, Zimba hasn't probably had enough game time but again this argument of why he hasn't been starting because if he'd have started two games before this game came along maybe we'd have had a bit more confidence because if you play against 
teams when you're playing at home, you bag a couple of goals and get a bit of confidence, then Sutton then becomes easier psychologically and for confidence-wise for a, a new striker um, who we don't know how good he is because he hasn't had enough game time, but we haven't given it to him. But that option was taken away in terms of we couldn't give Kabamba as a bit of backup because he wasn't there. He's gone. He's gone away. I would him. say we've, we have got an indication that at the moment, on the face of it, he the new striker isn't going to be as good as a Tete. I don't know. A Tete did take a little bit of time to settle down. Um, but I would say that he's missed a few chances already that he should definitely, definitely have scored without question. And those chances in the relative long part of the season, um, they could be really important, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, Neil, um, with that one. I think he's more the type of striker that... What? <laughs> <laughs> Mouth. He's being very rude. I'm disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. What's it? What's it um, Sorry, carry on. Yes. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, Neil. Easy for um, you to say. <laughs> I, I think he's more of a, someone who needs someone up there with him. Then yeah, I agree. I don't think he's necessarily awful. No, yet. no, no. I think it's just he was outmatched by certain. I think we, he showed a little bit more of himself in the in the games he's come off the bench. There, he's been able to run up defenders, but it, this was a tough game for him. And I don't think we should necessarily judge him completely on this. As frustrating as it was, I think he just might need somebody up there with him with a bit more presence and a bit more. You know, you know, I would love right. He's gone back on loan, or back off loan from Swindon today. I think he went back to Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Big Tyree Simpson, yep. get him in there. Get someone like that in there. It's not happening though, is it? It's not. It's it, not. But I want him, Charles. No, I, I just get I, him in. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go and get him. I, I, you know, this whole thing actually of, of obviously he has been recalled and most likely he's going to go out on loan at another club that is probably either in a higher division. Or well, yeah, it probably is going to be higher division. Or he'll go into Ipswich's team, won't he? I mean, or, or he'll be sold. Charles, in a big money sold. move. Uh, maybe to another League Two club. Oh, uh-huh. oh, get him in there. I, I don't know anyone that's got any money. Lower your expectations, please. <laughs> Lower <laughs> yeah. your expectations. Calm down. Hey, think of the money loanee from someone <laughs> I think... heard of that's twenty-one. I think the thing that we've um... get him in. Because because this isn't the obviously we Atete that's happened to us hasn't it where Atete's gone back to then be loaned out again he's gone to Cheltenham, um, this lad Tyree Simpson has now gone back he'll probably get loaned out again um, that's what most people are expecting to happen from what I've seen on Twitter and I think I can't, I can't remember who it was but somebody there's at least another player that has that has happened with now. Over the course of this January, you know, what, what, two and a half weeks or so that we've been in? Uh, A bit longer than that, isn't it? Three weeks in to January. And it feels a little bit like, I I saw one suggestion earlier on that that it shouldn't be allowed. Like, if you sign a, a player on loan for a season, then it should be for the season. It should be your decision whether the player goes back not the parent club deciding we'll bring him back and we'll send him somewhere else. Yeah, because I agree it, with that. It, it's sending well, it's sending your plans into this array, isn't it? If you you know, so with us, 
John Brady will have done his homework on Keon Tete, got him in for the season. So therefore, he's looking at it and going, we have got Keon Tete for the season. He's not going to then spend time looking, well, who can we get if he goes back in January? Because he's planning to have him all season. Or don't plan on having your main striker as a lone player. That's true. That's true. I agree with that. But what I I, think as well is it shows huge disrespect to lower clubs when you loan out your players and then pull them back when they're doing well to loan them out again. It's so disrespectful. The the problem is, though, that that depends on the loan agreement that the clubs have, right? So the cobblers must have some, obviously, sight of what the details of that loan agreement are and Uh, stuff. There obviously is a clause in there. If you don't like that clause, don't agree to it. You see what I mean? Because that's always then going to be a risk. Otherwise, you know, look, actually, no, we're not going to take on loan if there's a recall option. Yeah, but I mean, the problem is, is that that is down to the parent club, isn't it? They're going to say, well, we want to put that recall and, and they will basically be saying, well, if you if you don't agree to that, then you can't have the player. So at what it's just going around in circles, isn't it? You essentially yeah, yeah, you'll is. never get you'll never take a player on loan if that's mm. the way that you no, well, deal I mean, with it. you know, look, I, I have my own opinion on the on the, the loaning of players and I know it's important for clubs at our level. Um I don't like it really, and I, I do see that loans should be almost short-term sort of fixes if you're struggling or, or whatever. And so I don't really like the whole season-long loan and stuff for this exact reason. I don't, I don't mm. like it at all for this exact reason because, like you say, your plans have gone up in smoke, disarray, or smoke, mm. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's, mm. it, I just think you know, especially for for your main striker shouldn't really be a, someone that you've got on loan because I think we've mentioned and discussed this before because even if Etete had stayed for the season, he's only going to be here until you know May or whatever and then we've got to then, all right, okay, we need, now need to rebuild and find someone else and stuff. I just did the, the, the planning of it and stuff. I don't like it. It's, it's the cheap way of doing it, of course. Does, I don't like it. Does it matter though? Because at the end of the day, at this sort of level, if you do get a striker that is very good then all that's going to happen is that they're going to draw attention to themselves and they're going to be off the following season anyway. I mean, okay, yes, you make money out of them if you own them and you own their contract, but essentially you're still not going to have them for the following season, essentially. And I mean, it doesn't even at the moment have to be a team from the league above that will come in and take them. Look at, uh, was it was it Paul Mullin that was at Cambridge last year? Wrexham come and pay loads of money. And off he pops down to the National League when Cambridge have won promotion. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's probably a great move for him, money-wise. The fact that he can go and score, continue to score goals and everything in in a lower division. But, I mean, for Cambridge, it's not great. No, but, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Look, you know, there's always going to be an element of rebuilding, isn't there? Of course there is. For me, I'd rather it was our own player. We're selling him on, getting the money and getting the benefits of it. Because, essentially, what's happening, and, and this is the other reason why I don't like the loan system really <clears throat> we're developing a player for someone else yeah like we're not going to see that the only benefit we're going to see on, of that is on the pitch potentially if it comes off and they perform well for us outside of that we're going to see no benefit yeah it might mean that other clubs trust us with their players or whatever and stuff but it's i, I just i just don't i just see it as a relatively short-term planning and, and it strikes me as I, I just don't like it and it's worked loads of times for us as well so it sounds a really silly thing to say that hmm. I don't really like the loan system because we've had some brilliant players on loan and it, it does work, but I kind of 
prefer it when it's alone with a view to a permanent or with potential option of becoming permanent. Mm. Like Ricky Holmes, he joined on loan initially, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, that's a that's a different kind of loan, really, isn't it? Because he wasn't coming from a a Premier League club where and he wasn't a youngster either was he that that's the other thing it was it was almost like it was quicker and easier to get the loan done for a month yeah while they then sorted yeah, out maybe, paperwork yeah. to get him in full time because i mean he, he basically signed permanently 2 weeks after joining on loan didn't he it wasn't yeah, he even such a good time yeah it wasn't even that uh, that long a period of time between him signing on loan and then becoming a permanent signing so I mean, this slightly. Different. I mean, maybe this goes back, Danny. I don't know what what you think, but Keon Ateto, of course, he was bought by Spurs from Notts County at a younger age. So they brought him in and then plonked him in there, twenty under twenty threes or Premier League two side or whatever it's called, and then they've loaned him back out. In terms of player development, I mean, and, and in terms of just looking at it and being myself completely not in favour of Premier League clubs just hoovering up the best possible talent that there is and leaving nothing for those of us in the bottom divisions. If we got rid of that and we stopped allowing EPPP or whatever it's called, the Elite Player Performance Plan, then actually there'd be more good young players for us in the lower divisions for us to make some money on and improve and get the best out of them on, you know, the pitch in our own first teams. Uh, yeah. So are you saying they're not allowed to buy our players and then, well, or just I, wait until I, I mean, I mean that, yeah. So when they're buying them, so, um, Chuck Remaker, um, not Caleb, his brother. Carney. Carney. That's it. Thank you. Leaves at 14 under the PPPP. We don't get anything out of him in terms of on the pitch. Okay, we we get whatever the small numbers are that Villa had to pay pay for him um, at the time. Whereas he could have come through our system, come into the first team, had a couple of seasons, and then gone and been bought potentially. And I mean, I know that this is all like I'm imagining that this would all work in a perfect world this way. But, you know, we then sell him for a million quid. That would benefit us far more than what has actually happened with Carney Chukwamika and the like of that on the basis of we've got a pittance for him when he was 14 years old. Yeah. It's hard to kind of look at it in hindsight, wouldn't it, and make the decision, the business decisions as and when they come but up like that. It's, but it's not a business decision at that point because everything is in the hands of, of the Premier League based on this EPPP mm. thing. We don't have any say on it. Essentially, the Premier League back in the day turned around and said, we will only give you this much money of the TV deal if you allow us to basically take your youngsters whenever we fancy for basically peanuts. Mm. Yeah, too many peanuts. Too many peas in that EPPPP. Definitely is. Charles. Definitely. What I can tell. Um, But I think we've kind of spiralled, but... It all comes back to like our own planning, I guess, doesn't it, in the summer? Because like, we're, if we look at it, we're like, we probably expected Kabamba to have more of an impact than he did have. We probably expected Ashley Seal, he started the first game, didn't he? Scored in the first game. Probably expected him to have more of an impact than he did. I'm talking about Brady and Calderwood here. Um, probably expected Danny Rose to have more of an impact than he did. Um, 
it's it's a difficult one. And then you kind of bring in a Tete as the, and it's suddenly a lot better noticeably than all of them. Then he suddenly becomes the main strike, and then we've got the issue. But I'm not sure if it was supposed to be like that from the, in the first place, whether that just happened. I don't know. Mm, yeah, we can tell maybe. we drew nil-nil this weekend, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what, just to borrow a feature from our weekly fan club roundup podcast, um, Danny, time for a little bit of kettle watch. I'm going kettle. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be a fairly quiet day for him because he was the fourth official, but he couldn't help himself, could he? No, he whistled up. <laughs> oh, oh, kettle. It wouldn't surprise me if kettle's the type of fourth official that does get, you know, get in full gear and gets whistles and cards and has them in, in his pocket, like when he's on the bus. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, he's just, just, just not on, on the mega bus going down to the game. <laughs> just in case there's any discretions on the on the coach or the bus. He just like, whistles kettle up. Kettle coach. Kettle coaches. Kettle coach. Yeah. Do you think he eats kettle crisps? Kettle chips. Oh yeah, yeah they're chips. good. They're oh, good quality yeah. crisps, aren't they? Yeah, lovely crisps. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did. He piped up though, Charles. You're right. He did. Um, to to help with the red card, which I'm not. Sh- he didn't pipe up in the first day, first game, did he? Because it was fourth official then, wasn't he? On the opening day, he didn't have anything to do with that red no, card, did he? No. So that was the goalkeeper so. pegging it out, and I don't think anybody had anything to do with that red card. It was so obvious <laughs> that it was a red card. Yeah. I think even a Premier League official could have given it. I've just got a feeling that and I'm not defending him here but I've got a feeling that Kettle's not actually been as bad as to us as we think he might have been the last few times we've had him anywhere no, near our, our stadium yeah. is he on the turn do we think oh. Kettle is on the turn Kettle's on the turn <laughs> like, a, like a cheese or the milk yeah no <laughs> that's, a churn. that's a churn that's a churn come on it's a churn he's on the churn Maybe no. if you maybe if you watch your kettle for too long, it just doesn't boil. Maybe we've been just watching him too much. It was, it's it's that a historical thing. I think he has yeah. been all right. Really. Yeah, we've said it now. When's he got his next? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those though, isn't it? I Go think on, the Jeff. reputational thing over the course of you know the whole football league is essentially yeah. what mm. we him breaks beer. Yeah, Uriah uh, Rennie. Uriah Rennie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plenty, there's plenty of them. Drysdale, is it Drysdale? Drysdale, Drysdale yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Deadman, Darren Deadman used to be oh, one. Yeah, Darren Deadman. Darren Deadman. Still kicking one, about, isn't he? Oh, yeah, that was that tiny one, yeah. Oh, what was his oh. name? No. Had had small band syndrome, didn't he? Definitely, I know exactly who you mean, yeah. Um, is our season in danger of petering out if we yep. don't? Oh, straight in there. <laughs> yeah. We need to get a striker in. This week, and everyone's saying it, this week is really important. I think if we don't get a striker in, we're just an average team that are just about there. If we get a striker in, that could change. I think the problem we've got at the moment is that we can't score for love nor money. And it's just, we're, we're relying on Pinnock. Can we just point out, if he gets injured, we're screwed. Yeah. We need somebody else to start scoring. And and if you think back to a, a little while ago, we lots of lots of us were scoring. You had the Orse scoring, <laughs> Pinnock was scoring, Daddy, pinging him in from everywhere, weren't we? We were, and that's the problem. We're not at the moment, and and we're just not clinical enough. And we've got to be a bit, a little bit more savage on the pitch. Dave, the, the problem is, isn't it? Is, I think I, somebody somebody said it earlier. I mean, it's very predictable. You know, look, we're, mm. we're looking for a goal from a set piece, a goal from a cross mm-hmm. or a goal from, well, from them, basically, or open for a penalty. So I think that's 
we need uh, another element to a bit of stuff because it becomes very easy to defend against. Absolutely, that's yeah. the issue. That, Everyone's played us once now. That yeah, won't you know just be that won't just be getting in a new striker that will solve that though, will it? Because you'll need a creative player as well in order. Yeah, that's what to, we said, haven't we? We yeah. said yeah, you need a creative player and a striker. Yeah. We're not in charge, Charles. So. No, yeah, I know. Exactly. Our oh, watch list is as long as... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, I, I, I did see, and I don't know, Danny, was this you? I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but I'm sure I saw in reply to, um, I think it was James Hennigan's um, sort of write-up of what John Brady said post-match, that it feels as though for this person, it might have been you, Danny, um, that maybe we've missed out on a couple of our top targets, striker-wise. And it doesn't look that hopeful or sound that hopeful that we're going to get anybody in this week. No, it felt very much like, yeah, we're really trying. No, we're doing everything we can kind of thing. And I, I don't know. I just got the sense that it's obviously we, we don't know. We don't know anything, but which is apparent. I know nothing. <laughs> we don't I know nothing. nothing. <laughs> but um, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. But I just don't, I didn't get the feel from him that, something's definitely in the pipeline if that makes sense and I, I just wonder whether we've missed out there's been a couple of strikers signed on loan for league two clubs this week but i don't know i just want one in get one in i would do anything for a striker charles <laughs> but i won't do that <laughs> uh, it's not what you said before we started recording no, it's, it's not i was really sorry isn't. I got really distracted a minute ago because I googled small referees to see if I could find out who this ref was. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and there's a referee called Brian Small. It really tickled me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing tickling you? That's what I want to know. He's under the table. Dreadful. Oh, is that small? Hello. <laughs> um, oh, the, the thing that concerns me is that we've we've had such a good start to the season, and then obviously, like and Chesley, you said it earlier about COVID hitting, and it really has stunted our momentum. Um, it feels as though we've just kind of been, like I said, we're in danger of the season petering out. It feels we are like streaky bacon deep, uh, though. I don't think we're in danger of petering out. I, I, I just, I just worry that. We're gonna we're gonna end the season with a poorer record in the second half to what we did in the first. And while we might still make, say, the playoffs, I'm a little bit worried that the excitement is gonna dry up. I don't think we'd win the playoffs, no. by the way, if we got in the playoffs. I think we'd get slaughtered and it'd be a bit no. of a down to earth. Anything can happen in the playoffs. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> Keith Carl won the playoffs. Come this on. This is yeah. very true. Anything can happen. I don't think we're no, I don't think we're in danger of Pete now. I think we're gonna be in, in in the mix at least. The mix. Yeah. I do think we're we're one of those teams though that go on big streaks of winning. Like we'll have some really ter- like terrible results and then we'll win five on the bounce. We're that kind of team, aren't we? We'll do some really stupid things and then go out and and have a few results and then it boosts us back up again. I think the problem for us, partly as well, is that we've got all these games in hand and games in hand are all well and good until you play them and lose them. Have we got that many? We've got three. Yeah, but so has everyone else, haven't they? Oh, oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Point I don't think there's actually that many in hand, but um, I think this next week's just going to be huge, isn't it, in terms of sign-ins? We may well get to that point where we're last deadline day. We might be on a YouTube stream or something, Charles. <laughs> get, get us on there. Come yeah. on, deadline day. Get him in day. It'll be uh, Emil Sinclair all over again. Oh, oh, 
Blimey. Um, well, while we're on the <laughs> subject of transfer news, um, we did bring in someone last week. Uh, mm. Tyler, I, I, I'm, is it McGlaw? Is that how we say it? I'm I, going I quite... Mag- Magloire. Magloire. I'm going <laughs> Maglory. McGlory, McGlory, McGlory. That's how I read it. McGlory, McGlory, the king of McGlory at the back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He signed on loan from Blackburn. Defender, central defender. Sounds like John Brady may well utilise a three at the back system if he either needs to or wishes to at some point. So it seems to me like this is one of those signings that actually, while it does bolster that defensive line, which I think we all probably agree is needed, but also it gives us more options, which is good, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but always, it I know we're all hung up on the fact that we're not get, we've not got a striker, but I mean... <clears throat> Essentially, if you can't keep a clean sheet, then you can't win the game at all. Well, he's apparently as quick as Usain Bolt, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. thought was comparing him to Usain Bolt. Who else was it? He was playing uh, Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we play him down the middle? <laughs> yeah, get him up there. <laughs> Maybe that's the game well. plan. Yeah. yeah. But I do I worry about Max Dice a little bit in terms of. That's like, the thing. It's, isn't it's it? one of these things again. We're bringing in someone else young from up the leagues. Where we've Max, got Max Dice, Max Dice a came bit. In. He looked yeah. all right, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he really did. Good. He looked more solid. than all right from what I Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just like trust them. Yeah, that's the big. I think that's a really good point, Neil, because I think we do have to kind of trust. And it's also as well, it kind of throws back to that, I hate to say it, but that Ivan Tony chance. It was almost like we had to literally put the fate of the club in. And it wasn't one person's hands, but it, it very much felt like that, didn't it? In terms of, right, you have to score or we're going down and that's it. Mm. And it's kind of that thing of throw caution to the wind and and gamble it, which you can't gamble with money because obviously we don't own a football club and finance is a really complicated thing, which I know we mentioned last time. But in terms of you have got to kind of just take a bit of a chance on it. And sometimes that's the best things you do. And everybody knows how that Ivan so- Ivan Tony story ended and I just wonder mm. whether we need something like that again I do, I do for think a different you're right reason obviously of, yeah I do think you're right and the issue that I've got is that John Brady being or having been the under 18s manager and knowing these youngsters inside and out certainly better than anybody else will have done if he's not trusting them enough or isn't willing to put them into the first team would, would rather take uh, a, a you know a player on loan from another club and from another club's academy essentially then what does that say about the players that are coming through because mm. i mean to me that says that he doesn't think that max dice is either ready or good enough mm. and then what does that tell max dice himself you know i mean i'm i'm sure there's a conversation that would have been had with max dice to sort of say look this guy's coming in because of x y and z I mean, it doesn't make that much sense to me. And I, I, I do agree with you on, on that basis. And I'm, I'm worried that if we, you know, if, if if we can't have a manager like John Brady in charge bringing the kids through, and I'm not saying that he isn't, but, you know, taking loans in above our own, then we're never going to be able to get loads of young players through. 
know. Yeah, I agree. I think trust him a little bit more. Like, yeah. The, the Pollock thing is similar. I don't think when he's played, he's he's never. Well, he doesn't say he's when he's played, he's been Zinedine Zidane or anything. But when he's played, he hasn't necessarily looked out of his depth or anything. You you can see there's something there probably and stuff. And he's not doesn't get a look in and stuff. It's just strange. It's mm. Maybe it's a th- maybe. Do you remember how? Um... Well, Aidy Boothroyd didn't like Bayo's outside of football, you know, like stuff. Bayo, did he? Did he? Well, he didn't <laughs> like Bayo, did he? No, not at all. But part of it was like his outside interests, if you like. He, he, yeah. You know, maybe maybe John Brady doesn't like the amount of time that Scott Pollock goes and has lovely drinks in, you know, what are they call influencer-style bars in London. <laughs> Just sounding about stuff. 84. <laughs> <laughs> what's he on? He's on that Insta. Insta. What's that? It's a, that thing called? Facegram. Uh, you know, Facegram. Facegram. Tic Tac. Snap talk. Get him on MSN. <laughs> AOL Messenger, please. Thank oh, you yeah. very much. MySpace. My space. Oh, That's a throw back. That was that was almost before my time, but I just caught the end of it. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> um, Very good. Let's uh, let's get some emails, shall we? It's time to read your letters out, but things have changed, so listen out. If you want to write about Northampton Town, you'll need to write this next bit down. Just have a rant or just some fun at podcast at cobblers2me.com. No matter if we lose or win, send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. First up this week, uh, Matthew Crane. Hi, gang. Great pod week. Fascinating insight into the running of the club with KT. Feel like I have a much better understanding of the approach required to run a club. I definitely think football needs a regulator. Football is like a public service with millions of stakeholders, i.e. fans. You just hope they're given the necessary power to get involved with clubs if they need to. KT comes across as a very responsible owner, and with Tom Cliff on the board, I don't see that changing. So hopefully, any regulator will not need to poke their nose into NTFC. Just need him to dig behind the sofa to find some change for a striker. Thanks, Matthew Crane. Thanks, I Matt. agree with that. Thank you, Matthew Crane. Matthew Crane, the um, monthly quiz winner, Charles. He was the monthly quiz winner, that's right. He held his quizzing trophy aloft. In his room on Zoom. <laughs> yes. yes, it was oh, very shit. good. I didn't even know it. It was no. good. Thank you, Matthew. I enjoyed um, chatting to Katie as well. That's good. Yeah, it's good. If you've not listened to it, it's still there. Go yeah. and listen. We we talk a lot, myself and Danny, mostly Danny, about the fan led review uh, and why Kelvin Thomas is uh, so for it and all the different points. I think, I think, I think you ran through all of them with him, didn't you, Danny? I did. I sat him down. I went through each point individually. individually right, yeah. Keith. On the not Keith. Uh, right, Keith? Kelvin. Oh, on the, I was oh, thinking Keith. Oh dear. Right, Kelvin. On Keith the agenda. Bullet point one. Bullet point two. Pretty much. Pretty much is like that. Amazing. But we also got him to talk about um, how he, well, how he and David Bauer fund the club and and whether that's sustainable and bits and pieces like that. So we've had lots of nice feedback 
about that. Thank you all for going and listening. And if you've not heard it, it is well worth a listen. Um, if you don't have time to listen, you'd rather just read about it, then that is on our website, cobblestome.com. Um, just go to the episodes tab and then find the fan-led review episode, and you'll find a full transcript of the episode there for you to read, as well as pressing play and listening. Um, Neil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seeing as it is your post bag. Yeah. Do you have anything in there that you could read out? Yes. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Dan Darwood. Hi, Dan. Hello. Uh, so he says, question for discussion. Uh, of the current squads out of contract at the end of... Se- I'll start that again. Hold on. Okay. Of those players that are out of contract at the end of the season, which should we tie up on it, up on extended deals um, if they are potentially good enough for League One? If we don't end up getting promoted, are there any different players you would offer a new deal to? Mm. The King Suggest needs needs yeah. the contract sorting out. I'm very, very concerned about this. I'm less concerned now than I was last week, <laughs> but I was very concerned last week. You almost uh, had a, a mild heart attack, didn't you? Well, I was just absolutely beside myself with, with the fear of devastation. Not happy at all, no. were you? I mean, uh, thoughts were eased or feelings were eased, weren't they? And fears um, once John yeah, Brady Jake Sharp, it. Jake Sharp verified. Thank you, Jake Sharp, yeah. for verifying for us that there the king shall remain. Well, well, no, as long as we theory. opt. Yeah, as long as we opt to take Do not even think about putting <laughs> this thought in my brain. I am not ready I'm to hear saying, it. I'm just saying. As long as, but I mean, the, the question with that, though, is very much, well... Do you not think he's already done well enough to go and just enact that extension? I mean, I, I know the answer from you, Chesie, is a definite yes. Um, but surely there's been, you know, apparently there's been higher clubs or higher league position clubs sniffing around him. Surely you just, you know, there you go. Signed. Done. Thanks very much. I, I think it it's... Um quite interesting as well and I know we refer to this quite a lot but obviously the fact that he wasn't really in the plans mm. if you think back to August he wasn't in the plans to to start necessarily was he and I remember the first game of the season Sean and I were sat there going when he came on after like what was it 80 minutes and he was the the most fearsome man on the pitch he just tore it up and then I thought to myself well, how is he not starting and then obviously what the unfortunate issues that happened with Mills, but it, it it feels such a long time ago to talk about the fact that he wasn't part of those plans. And now if he wasn't in the team, I think we'd be concerned, right? Um, mm, I think, I think we're divided on that. Jesse. Yeah. I, I think because we've got Mills there. Now Mills is back, but I think without Mills, without when Mills him, yeah, wasn't there, we'd have been yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because well, there, there's no other left back. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you'd be concerned if he wasn't there without Mills, but now Mills is back. Uh, Mills is also out of contract, going by my sources as well. Ooh. So I've got transfermarked.co.uk up Ooh. with all our out of contract players. Who's out there. this season? Is uh, it... Do you want me to run through them and see yeah. who would keep? Uh, Joseph Mills. Yep. Mm. Ali Koike. Yep, 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 uh, yep, yep, yep. We've got this one is concerning Samuel Tobias Hoskins. Oh. There's no chance he can go, surely. Well, he's waiting for his <laughs> testimonial. Uh, Neil. Neil's out of contract, apparently. 
Yeah, I'm, has, I, won't, has, I won't be resigning. No, <laughs> have you? Uh, have you started a game this season? Have you even come off the bench this season? He must have played in the old. No, pizza. he did. Oh, he did. He played in the okay. Forest Green game when we played the Pizza Cup. Okay, does yeah. yeah. that count? I'm a, does that I'm a good count? squad member? He's a reliable head. It's I am saying... of the year is Neil. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, there is that. Anyone else? Danny, uh, Danny Rose. Mm, yeah. 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 Oh no. 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 Actually, yeah. Neil's got a valid point there. Oh, we, we cope without his goals. But what if we <laughs> resign him? That's what I'm more worried about. We surely won't. I don't think we will. Uh, Danny Rose in value, not really. Um, Benny Ashley Seal. <laughs> yeah, have another couple of years on him. Anyone? Uh, another concerning one, Neil. I know you particularly will be worried about this one. Uh, Jordan Flores. Is oh, yeah, I mean, that's. Devastating. I can uh, I can hear the sarcasm. This this Flores, right? He's definitely living off that goal he scored, isn't he? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> he scored, yeah. He, yeah, he scored that incredible goal. Yeah. Apart from that, so did Ian Morris. It doesn't mean we <laughs> exactly, right? So did David Rosen. <laughs> David Rosen. What a QPR? Anyone? What a player. Paul Harsley. Oh, yeah. What a player. Um, Sid Nelson's out of contract, apparently. That was a one-year deal. I, I well, forgot about, about him. him. Yeah, he's injured. Suspect he'll be yeah. gone yeah. the injury. I yeah, imagine. that's a shame. Jack Sowerby. Mm. Um, that's a on the fence for me. Was that was out of yeah. contract, yeah. Yeah, that needs uh, to sort it out. Little Johnny Maxted, we can't lose that mm. type of character, can we? Out the... Fraser Horsfall. Fraser Horsfall is probably the first one where we're definitely worried about it. Yeah. Get him tied up. Uh, Scott Pollock out of contract. I Probably would see another Scott reason, going, potentially that, why. That it might be quicker to say who isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does they sound very Max Dyche as well. No, this is a long old list. Oh, yeah. Max Dyche is out of contract apparently. Dyche uh, to Josh, Burnley and Josh Flanagan and Liam Cross as well. So it's a uh, lot, a lot of. Yeah. Well, there we you could go. do this our, our usual thing of go up, devastate the squad, and come back again. <laughs> Yeah. But, this, but that I don't mean in this instance. I'm not sure that would necessarily be a bad thing because to to the, true, yeah. the question from Daniel was, are any of them good enough for League One? You'd say on the face of it, Liam Roberts I think would be okay League One. Yeah. Um, Fraser Horsfall I think would probably be okay. Yeah. League One. Yeah. Guthrie probably okay League One. Uh, I think what we're outside. saying is the defence. I mean Pinnock's definitely. Pinnock's the Pinnock, sign Pinnock, out. Pinnock, he, yeah. he would be good enough for League One. Pinnock would be okay League One. Um, Outside of that, I mean, maybe... Hoskins has proven time and again in League One. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> he can do it. I think, I think, I think we, more than we... anything, out of... out of Sorry, Chesley, out of the, the other names, I mean, I Max Dyche I'd give more for potential than yeah, necessarily him, seeing But Wazza yeah. you'd keep, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, apart from that, yeah, it'd just be like, thanks very much. Yeah. You know. I do we'll, have to we'll say... See if we can get better. That I do think people like the King... And Hoskins would get overrun in League One, if I'm totally honest. I think the yeah, we we know Hoskins is yeah. Enough, right? yeah, but I think I think the King hey, would, that one, that would happen with the King as well because I think the pace, what which he's got, but he's got that against League Two players who are not as quick thinking. Whereas League One, we know that gap. Every season seems to get bigger, doesn't it? And I think the problem when you've got kind of tricky wing backs as such in League Two, it works really well because you've often come across across teams that are very defensive 
Whereas in League One, it's not so, so much. I mean, he he might prove me completely wrong when we mm. obviously sign him again and then he scores 49 goals next season and I'm happy as Larry. But obviously, I think in an ideal world, I think Ali Koiki's real true level is kind of <clears throat> top end of League Two okay. for a decent League Two side. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. He's very much like Sam Hoskins. I think he's very good at this level. He okay. stands out at this level because he's good, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, I'm going to argue with you, Jeffy. Sam Hoskins does not stand out. At this no, I, I wasn't talking about Sam Hoskins. I was talking about the king. I shall shut up. Yeah, thank <laughs> you very much. Uh, I hope that answers your question, Dan. Um, uh, just to say as well, we hmm. jump in. At well, we can't get promoted yet. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's an issue. Yeah. Uh, send us your emails to podcast at cobblerstome.com or if you are a member of the fan club, Hop into uh, Neil's postbag channel where you can leave your questions for us. Uh, right, we will be back in a moment. I'm Ricky Holmes, and it's all cobblers to me. When I'm thirsty, I like nothing more than a good hot cup of tea. Tea is good for the soul, and it's even better when it's drunk from an it's all cobblers to me mug. All money raised from sales of the mug go to Western Fable Food Bank too. Another reason to feel warm and fuzzy as you sip on your tea. Each one costs just £14.99, including delivery, and you can get your hands on one right now by going to cobblerstome.com forward slash shop. Make your tea taste better. Get a mug in. Hi, I'm Martin Smith, and it's all cobblers to me. NTFC women faced Rotherham this weekend in the league. And here's James Wiles to tell us about all that happened. Cobblers women won 3-0 away to Rotherham United in the league on Sunday. Leah Cadone scored twice and Chloe Martin scored their other goal. The win continued their perfect league record and extended their winning run to seven games. They took the lead with a first real chance after a quarter of an hour. Chloe Martin capitalising on a defensive mix-up and finding the back of the net on the turn. The first half had been even, but the second half opened up in the cobbler's favour. They created all the notable chances after the interval. Cadone hit the top of the crossbar from long range midway through the second half, but she made it two soon after, when she ran onto George Tears through ball, rounded George Ward in the Rotherham goal, and passed into the empty net. It was three in the final minute of normal time, Cadone adding her second with a low shot into the bottom corner from Cheska Partridge's forward pass. The Cobblers travel to inform promotion rivals Lincoln United next week. There are hopes of won five league games in a row. Lovely stuff from the women there. Absolutely tearing it up still in the Tear league. It. Georgia Tear tearing it. it up. Oh, there you go. Yes. Well done, Danny. Well yes. done. We can take this uh, for granted, don't think, every week, can't we? But that's a, good <laughs> a little bit. I, I think it's it's one of those, isn't it? Now that we're we're so expectant of of a win that it, it, we just kind of go, yeah, one again, yeah. Yeah. carry on, More goals. But but again, defensively, clean sheet. Joe Daniel, gotta give her a clap, Charles. Give her a clap Once again. The clean sheets are just as important as those goals flying in. So well done, Absolutely. and uh, still top. Indeed, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, we're going to yeah, be yeah, saying yeah, that, yeah. 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 I think we're going to be saying that, aren't we, all the time? Um, yeah, there we go. Um, so, well done to the women yet again. Um, make sure that you go and support them. Just go on Twitter, at NTFC Women. All the details of all their games upcoming uh, are on there. You can also go and see interviews with the management team, uh, Lou Barry, Josh Oldfield. And you can also see any player interviews as well. Um, always worth a look. 
And I know a lot more people are going off to watch them this season. It's lovely to see the people, you know, fan, Cobblers fans saying that they've been to see NTFC women home and away. Uh, it's it's really good. Um, they're getting a lot more exposure at the moment, and that's fabulous. Um, right, before we go, uh, any other business, chaps? Anything that you would like to say? Any... Oh, yeah, I've got two bits. Oh, oh. oh where did he come from? Oh, it's appeared out of nowhere. It's dead. Like Scott McLeish at the Black Post. Yeah. Two bits. Two bits of... Two, two bits of extra business. Uh, do you want, the, do you want the, the football one or the non-football one first? Uh, should we go with the football one first? Football one first, yeah. So, that have you been following the African Cup of Nations at all? Uh, loosely, yeah. Have you seen... Is it, so, we're recording this on a Sunday, obviously. So, tomorrow, Monday, um, there's a game. I think it's Cameroon v... I can't pronounce it. Oh, Comoros. yes. Comoros, who are the, okay. the newbies. Come on, Ross. Have oh, you heard that they haven't got a goalkeeper, so they're going to have to play an outfield player in goal <laughs> no. at the start of yes. the game? Really? Amazing. Yeah. I hope they so win. Oh, come their on. main goalkeeper's injured. Their two reserve goalkeepers have come down with COVID. Oh, no. And Jonathan Mitchell was the fourth one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're having to start with a uh, yeah with an outfield player in goal. That's but incredible. They, and that, they haven't got anyone. That, yeah, is, that would have been perfect content for an it's all... Afcon to, Afcon me. to me. Yeah, yeah. I've been tracking it. I've got loads of these. But oh, he said no to it. So oh, I did not. I didn't even ask. I, I did see. Is it Ghana through to the last sixteen mm-hmm. after a last yeah. minute winner? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's been some right old battles. Burkina oh. Faso through to the no, last eight. Really? Yeah, beat who, Gabon on penalties. Who Who is in the last eight? Have we got a Have we got the oh, full last eight? It's still in process. It's still ongoing, yeah. Are Nigeria still in it? Usually Nigeria are up there, aren't they? Uh, no, they lost today, sorry. Did they? Out. Oh. Lost to Tunisia. Oh, that's big. Yeah. Big. Tunisia, all I ever think of is Paul Scholes, World Cup 98. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex Awobi got sent off for Nigeria. Did he? So, the rascal. What a silly sausage. The rascal. Silly sausage. He was annoyed gonna... at Rafa Benitez's sacking. Lashed out. Rage. Yeah. Rage took over. So not only is he, is he out of the AFCON, but he's also got to go back to Everton. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, you'd be very upset, wouldn't you? Um, Neil, can I oh, guess yeah. what your other piece of news is? Yes. Can I have means. a guess? Yeah, guess away. Is it um, something to do with the national football thing <laughs> in America? Yes. The National Football League. Is that what it's called? The National Football thing. Yeah, the National Football thing. It is, yeah. Yeah, Is it? The the post-season playoffs are going on. Yeah. Is it something to do with... We could have played Name That Bench now. Yeah, we could have done, couldn't we? Uh, (laughs) Name it. Name it. Is it something to do with the NFC Championship? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is it it all about uh, one particular player being very, very good? No. Oh. <laughs> what is no. it, Neil? Uh, just a, a special shout out. I've been enjoying the playoffs. And this is why I said earlier when Jeffy said, you know, if we get to the playoffs, we'll lose. Well, you know, look, the 49ers have made the playoffs, expected to lose. They've made it through. They're flying. Same oh, as man. when Keith Curl was in charge. It's like they're playing like Keith Curl's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. I have to say, Neil, that I, I particularly have been enjoying your tweets. 
Yes, I get carried away. You you do get carried away. Um, you are so down in the dumps yep. for the vast majority of these games, and then all of a sudden, you're just the the most deliriously happy man in the world. It's very so much it, like it, being a cobbler's fan. It's, yeah. it's not it's dissimilar. Like a, it's like a Saturday afternoon on a Slack chat. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's the same experience. We're doomed. We're doomed. Oh, we won. We're brilliant. Mm-hmm. It, well, we wouldn't. They, the Niners were not brilliant against Green Bay, but they got the job done. They were losing okay. all game, and the only time we actually the Niners went ahead in the game was when the clock ticked to zero zero. Oh. Was it was it as um, dramatic as the previous weeks? Because something happened the previous week with your win, and it was to do with like the, the umpire or the referee. What did they get called? The on pitch umpire got involved, didn't they? Yeah, the, the 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 run they've been on actually has been ridiculously dramatic. So they had to beat uh, the LA Rams to make it to the playoffs, and they 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 beat the Rams in overtime, which is mm-hmm. extra time basically. Yeah. And then, the, the, then they had to go to Dallas and beat Dallas Cowboys, which they did. But that went right down to the last second, and the Cowboys cocked it up luckily. And then they had to go to Green Bay, where it was snowing. It was minus sixteen, freezing, and mm. uh, the Niners won it with a field goal right in the well, in, in as time went out. Which is, Brilliant! Uh, so they're flying. I'm, I'm loving the playoffs. Absolutely love it. I can't wait because how, how long till? So is it next week? Is that the NFC Championship game? Next Sunday, yeah, is the is the, the okay. championship game. And is it the week after that the Super Bowl takes place? Uh, I just the Super Bowl is Sunday, the thirteenth of February, I think. Oh, so there's still a couple of weeks. There's like a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, there. Little break. Okay. Yeah. So basically, uh, Neil will be back regularly on the pod in about three weeks' time. Uh, thanks very Unless much. We Could do... be after next week. <laughs> it's all Super Bowl to me. <laughs> yeah, it's all Super Bowl to me. Who's Brilliant. performing at halftime? Yeah. Oh, do we know? Uh, yes, I do know. I'll let you take your guesses. Oh, brilliant! I love it. Uh, right. Well, for, hang on a minute. Can we? Can we just? Uh, can we ask a couple of um, questions just to sort of narrow it down a tiny bit? You can. So, because um, they they like going with sort of like nostalgic ones, don't they? Sometimes. So, like in recent years, the, the Stones have performed, I believe. Um. Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson, obviously, yeah. infamously. Um, <laughs> is, so, is, is it a nostalgic is, performer or is it a modern performer, modern <sighs> era performer? When are you classing the modern era from? Oh well, uh, like like now would have would like be in the charts right Ed, now. Ed Sheeran, be, yeah, like like Ed, Ed, Ed Sheeran was last oh, year no. the weekend. <laughs> is that right? Was it the weekend last year? Yes, I think so. So he was a modern like in the charts there and then. So I'm going to guess that I take it that this is a throwback performer. Uh, oh, so this is a, a, a collaboration of numerous different. It's actually it's, oh. to be honest, it's it's oh. got a lot of hype. <clears throat> oh, oh, hype it. Um, are they all solo artists that have come together? I would say so. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm. So, how many are we talking about? Because obviously, we... two, three, four, five. Five. Wow. Okay. This is so proper we... stoppage time stuff on the podcast. This, this is. Yeah, this, <laughs> is this is great. This is brilliant. Can we just a list them? No, no, no. Is it Eminem? Neil. Eminem is in there. Is it really? That's complete. That's amazing. Oh, uh, Macy Gray. <laughs> no, oh. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's in there. Oh, Dr. Okay. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's in there. Oh. Mary J. Blige. Um, Someone's reading it. The Bilge. The Bilge. Josh Stone. 
Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Oh. Yeah. Kylie. Kylie. Imagine Kylie rocking up. Imagine Daddy David Rose rocking up. <laughs> Throwback to the X Factor days. Yeah, Snedden in there. What was, um, what was Eminem's um, like band called? They weren't a band, but, you know, rap group. <laughs> I'm so white. <laughs> like D12, you're talking about. That's it, D12. Thank you. They're not there then, though. No? no? Well, I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know. Okay. I don't know, Charles. There is a trailer if you want to watch it, but it, it, yeah, it should be a good one, that. Brilliant. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. That's one to stay up for. Where is it this yeah. year, um, time zone-wise, Neil? Will we be able to watch it, or will it be one of those where, actually, we're never going to make it to halftime? I mean, you, you're always able to watch it, right? But it's um, no, it's in L.A., so it's the other, yeah, it's a late one. That's oh, a late one. Oh, okay. Then. A late well, there you one. Go. Nice. Uh, thank you very much. That's it for this week, guys. You uh, haven't asked the most important question. Uh, Jeffy, uh, heaven can wait till next week. <laughs> heaven what's is half pipe. <laughs> uh, what's, what's the most important question? Have you got any seagull no- news, Jeffy? Have you got any seagull news, Jeffy? I have. Do you want to Good. hear it? Thanks very much for listening. It's <laughs> which you could do by going to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Don't forget, this Friday sees the return of the preview show where Daddy and I will be talking to a Salford fan, if we can find one, ahead of Saturday's game. Have a good week, guys. See you later. Bye. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your part in the journey. You missed out on trained seagulls. I'm devastated for you. It's all seagull to me. There you go. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network.